Hello there, and welcome back. Top of the day to you, wherever you are. Ni hao, ni oma, jen dobre, jozan. I'm your host, Salome Jacobs, and welcome to Into the Garden on this breezy yet sunny Wednesday. Buenas tardes, como esta? Buenas jernata, guten tag, merhaba to all of those far and wide. On today's episode, we're touching on just a tip of finding your purpose. So I invited a dear friend and vibrant soul sister, Michelle Fenica, to talk to you and me on what finding your purpose means and obviously to her, I guess, in a nutshell. So she brings along what God has laid upon her heart and she comes alongside me in the garden of peace, serenity, tranquility, where we rely on the awesomeness of God to speak to you and me. So join us for a reflection and introspection, a time where we come together as vibrant soul sisters prayer warriors, finding out your and my purpose. The lineup for you today is as follows, with my guest Michelle Fanica sharing her input on finding your purpose which was in short a four-part mini, touching only the surface as per se. However, myself together with my regular soul sisters will be imparting parts of wisdom, finding your purpose, which is coming soon. I will be sharing, I declare, day 24, where we speak into your life into your family, into your business, into your home. And then of course the moral story, the window story. So join me in the very heartbeat of the garden because today I'm reminding you, remember how precious you are. No one has your fingerprints, no one has your personality, no one has your combination of natural skills and talents. There's a part of God, only you, soul sister, prayer warrior, that only you can express. There's something you came to this planet to do. Oh yes, that is knitted together, entwined together. And your soul purpose that needs to be heard in this generation, in your generation. So join me in the heart and soul of Into the Garden with Michelle Fenica, finding your purpose, your niche that makes it unique to you and to God. Who equips you, teaches you, comes alongside you and me to express 
to elude the exuberance of you on your journey of finding your purpose. So without any further ado, quickly dash off to the kitchen for a decadent cup of tea or coffee, perhaps a glass of juice or water, whatever you prefer. Then make haste, settle in as we continue to connect to the heart and soul of what is being shared with you and me, pearls of wisdom, nuggets of gold, right here on Into the Garden with Salome Jacobs. And guest Michelle Fanica. Greetings in Jesus' name. My topic today is finding your purpose in life. Many of the people I know seem to have a deep sense of purpose. People find ways to blend their passion, talents, and care for the world in a way that infuses their lives with meaning. Having a purpose in life is associated with all kinds of benefits. Research suggests that purpose is tied to having better health, long liberty and even economic success. It feels good to have a sense of purpose knowing that you are using your skills to help others in a way that matters to you. Questions to ask yourself. What are you good at? What have you done that gave you a skill that can be used for a cause? What do you care about in your community? Finding your purpose involves more than just self-reflection. Working with an organization serving others can put you in touch with people who share your passion and inspire you. To find purpose, it helps to foster positive emotions like awe and gratitude. The Bible leaves us with the following scriptures for the purpose of man. Please read Genesis 1 verse 26, Romans 12 verse 1, Micah 6 verses 8, and Genesis 1 verse 28. Scriptures for purpose in life. Please read Romans 8 verse 28, one of my favorite scriptures. Romans 12 verse 2, Matthew 5, verses 13 to 16, and Psalm 57, verse 2. Through everything I can look back and see God's mighty hand of grace applied at just the right time in my life. He sustained me for His purpose. The Lord has given you a calling and a purpose in this life. The Lord has called you. Part of our purpose in life is to fear God and obey Him. To all the young girls and ladies 
God can heal. He saves. He forgives. He sets people free from all kinds of bondage. Millions of people around the world from all different backgrounds find miracle healing, forgiveness and love through Jesus in our day. What the Lord did for me and others he can do for you. God has a purpose for life. What magnificent promises and provision. He has a purpose for you and you can move toward fulfilling it without fear or anxiety because of his guaranteed 100% provision for all your needs. Whatever your need is today, whether it's financial, physical, emotional, or spiritual, boldly take that need to God. Then stand back and behold as the Father helps you fulfill your purpose by supplying all your needs according to His riches in glory by and because of His Son, Jesus. Thank you for giving me this opportunity, Sister Lomi. I pray it blesses, this word blesses and encourages all our ladies, young ladies, beautiful uh, young at hearts. Blessings always. Thank you. I declare day 24 I declare I will speak only positive words of faith and victory over myself my family and my future I will not use my words to describe the situation I will use my words to change my situation I will call in favor good breaks healing and restoration I will not talk to God about how big my problems are. I will talk to my problems about how big my God is. This is my declaration. He goes on to say, we need to pay attention to the things we say. I've known people who are always talking about how tired and run down they are. They say, it's so much that it becomes sooner or later a reality. The more you talk about negative things in your life, the more you call them in. So if you wake up in the morning and feeling tired and lethargic, instead of complaining, you need to declare, I'm strong, I'm full of energy, God is renewing my strength. I can do what I need to do today. Sometimes when we've been traveling a lot and been very busy, we'll come to church and Victoria will say, Joel, I'm so tired, look at my eyes. Can you see how red they are? I always say, no, Victoria, you look great. You look just as beautiful as ever. She knows me too well. No, I don't, she'll say, I know you you just won't say it victoria is right i won't agree when she says she looks bad 
I don't want to speak defeat. I want to speak victory. I often wonder what she would think if I ever said, Oh, yay, Victoria, you don't look good at all. You look so tired. Are you really wearing that? I'd have to find a ride home. <laughs> so I stick to talking with hope. Imagine you tell your wife, you're fat. Please do not tell a woman she is fat. You'll lead into deep, deep depression. And guess what? You'll probably be sleeping on the couch. Imagine that. So don't speak negative over someone's life. Speak positive and assist the person to try and change. Assist the person with godly scriptures that you can show them that their body is the temple and align life's happenings to scriptural quotes. The more you talk about being depressed, the more depressed you'll be. The more you talk about being overweight, the more out of shape you will become. So switch your mind to victory. I'll leave a topic on health a bit later. You know, I'd love to just share with you briefly when we come and talk about the importance of our health and what you and I can do to maintain a healthy lifestyle but also where you are at that determines will you be able to do that and what factors in your surroundings affects you on your weight loss journey he goes on to say don't talk about the way you are talk about the way you want to be there's a young lady on staff at Lakewood Church she told our woman's group that every morning before she leaves the house she looks in the mirror and says girl you are looking good today you know before I continue, many a times you and I don't even want to look at that person in the mirror. We don't want to look at our bodies, isn't it? Who is that person on the other side with the bulges, the extra tire around you and me? You know? That very same person who ate a slab of chocolate, a full packet of chips. Hmm. Yes, the war is on with the battle of the bulge, especially during quarantine. I can tell you that much. But I'll leave that for another day. <laughs> well, he says, I saw her a while back and asked if she was still doing it. 
She said, yes. In fact, this morning, Joe, when I looked in that mirror, I said, girl, some days you look good, but today you're looking really good. So I encourage you to be bold in the very same way. Encourage yourself. Don't speak defeat over your life. Be bold and dare to say, I look great today. I'm made in the image of Almighty God. I am strong and talented. I'm blessed. I'm creative. I will have a productive day. So encourage yourself, myself included, not to speak defeat over your life, but program your mind every day by speaking positivity. And let's not pass on the buck. But let's go a bit deeper and ask God to reveal to take the splinter out of our very own eye when it comes to you and I today in all retrospect when we declare that we would rather speak positive words of our lives our children's lives whether you are at home or in the office or at school. Pray and cover and speak positive prayers and positive declarations over your family, over your career. And thank God for a change. that is to come along your way. And so we're back, but this time with a moral story. The author of The Window Story, the window through which we look is unknown. But the lesson it teaches you and me to speak of us and is a great biblical illustration for lessons and sermons, devotions of family worship time, you see. A window can be that through which we see the openness beyond or it can remind us of a prison with self as the centre. Sometimes lessons sting or as many say step on our toes. In reality these hard lessons can lead to a newness and refreshing in our lives and help us see the beauty beyond these things. So this is the window story, a biblical illustration to you and to me. A young couple moved into a new neighborhood. The next morning while they are eating breakfast the young woman saw her neighbor hanging the washing outside. That laundry is not very clean she said. She doesn't know how to wash correctly. Perhaps she needs better laundry soap. Her husband looked on but remained silent. Every time her neighbour would hang her wash to dry, the young woman would make that 
same remarks. About one month later, the woman was surprised to see a nice clean wash on the line and said to her husband, Look, she has learned how to wash correctly. I wonder who taught her this. The husband said, I got up early this morning and cleaned our windows. And so it is with life. What we say when watching others depends on the purity of the window through which you and I look. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? And this comes from Matthew 7 verse 3. The lesson from the window story simply says to you and me, be careful of judging others. Because the lesson of this window story is obvious. Before we judge others while looking out the window, let us look in a mirror first and clean our own windows. You know, Jesus taught about this in his Sermon on the Mount. He says, according to Matthew 7, verse 1 through to 5, Do not judge so that you will not be judged. For in the way you judge, you will be judged. And by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, and behold, the log is in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. I guess you and I can say, don't fall into the comparison trap. It is easy to become so preoccupied with what others are doing that you and I will lose sight of God's leadings in our very own respective lives. But each one must examine his own work and then he will have reason for boasting in regard to himself alone and not in regard to another. And this is found in Galatians chapter 6 verse 4. Theodore Roosevelt said, Comparison is the thief of joy. So, to you and me today, the moral of the window story simply is our perspective of others as well as the world varies according to how clean we keep our windows. So how does this story tie up with finding your purpose? You know, on your and my journey on life, we tend to 
throw stones at someone else, isn't it? Blockages. We say negative things. You know, our society simply says, I don't want you to succeed. Look at him, look at her. But you don't know that person's journey. You don't know the many nights, sleepless nights, that person sat up to get where they are today. Some will even go to the extent of saying, she fell with her hand in the butter. He fell with his hand into the butter. Let's remove the speck first out of our own eyes before we throw gallstones at one another. Let your journey to seeking and finding your purpose keep you on the straight road. And let's forgive ourselves first before we point a finger and every day ask Lord forgive me because sometimes we think things we might not say it out loud but we think these things that too is a sin isn't it So before we speak negative or judge, let's take introspect first and allow God to teach us, to train us. Before we throw and hurt someone else's feelings with our harmful judgments, our harmful comparisons, our harmful insults. Be careful who is to be seated at your table. Be careful who is within your clique. who still judge you within your very clique. The Window Story by an unknown author. Well, as I've come to the end of today's segment, I'd like to say thank you to Michelle Fenica for availing herself and sharing with you and me finding your purpose and in the background believe for it believe that whatever it is that you seek 
ask God to allow you to find as you walk and step into your greatness, your peak, your purpose. And if there's anyone celebrating a birthday today, an anniversary, or you've heard and received great tidings, happy birthday to you, happy anniversary to you too, and may God continue to knit you together like only He can do. And congratulations for whatever it is that you have achieved. Because God will remove if you just believe and receive. As we declare and we speak positive over your lives today, you've got to believe that you are worthy to receive, that your gifts and your talents it doesn't come from you give it back to God because he is worthy like you he's worthy of it all give it back to him and you will see your purpose will arise and people will see the goodness of God in you well to the many frontline workers, home-based carers, occupational therapists, physiotherapists, we salute and say thank you to the many men and women out there doing prison ministries, having a feeding scheme ministry, Helping the sick and shut in, which is also a ministry, a teaching ministry, whatever it is. We salute and say thank you that you have been obedient to the call. Well, until next time, until we meet again, same time, same place, you know where to find me, but in the very heart and soul of the garden. Well, we have two books out, oh yes, local artists that God has used during this time. You don't know the cast of My Alabaster Box as well as Prophet Keith Van Ryan's book, Cave of Obscurity Hidden to Be Revealed. A sure must have and a sure must read. Both books at the low price of 200 Rand, so I'm saying thank you in advance for supporting local artists. So from me, Salome Jacobs, the author of You Don't Know, The Castle of Myla Basta Box, and The Mom With Many Hats, signing off. Goodbye, thank you, Sheshine, Grazie, Hamsehau, Sayonara, Disfidinia, Adios, Dovizinia, Orva, Farvel, Guligule, Adios, Adia, Maya Salamati, Gavasti, Lakon, Taishian, Salamat, Tinga, Anyong, Avidazain, Arivadechi, Spasiba, Havet. Remember, there's no pit so deep that God love is not deeper still and this comes from
Corey Ten Boom. So jo thank you for joining me in the heart and soul of that ethereal presence, that omnipotent presence, that healing presence, that restoration presence, that presence that says, I've got the final say. You have my stamp of approval today. Ask and you will receive. Remember today how precious you are. No one has your fingerprints. No one has your personality. No one has your combination of natural skills and talents. There's a part of God only you. Soul sister, prayer warrior, only you can express. There's something that you came to do in this time, during this time, in your and for your generation. So until next time, look up and say, I believe. God said it and I believe it. I carry the consuming fire with me. So once again, thank you for sharing the podcast with friends and neighbours, with work colleagues, with your groups, wherever you made. And most of all, thank you for sharing the love.
Apostle Paul exhorts us from the Holy Scriptures. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to the Lord, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the life which we now live in the flesh, we live by faith in the Son of God, who loved us and gave Himself for us. Holy following Jesus in its essence is not just about singing. It's not just about lifting up holy hands. The Bible tells us it is having our minds renewed, which then results in transformation. And we are then to step out in faith to receive the new things. God is speaking to us. So today, let us embrace by faith, City Harvest Church, the new things God is giving to us. New opportunities, new thoughts, new ideas, new strategies, renewed marriages, new people getting saved, healing, deliverance, all these new things the Bible says, God says, I'm doing a new thing on the earth right now. So wherever you are, I want you to lift up holy hands, lift up your eyes to the Lord and begin to worship once again and say, Jesus, I wholly follow after you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Worship Him right now. Hallelujah. 